because he used his own mind that Hashem gave him to realize that is what life is all about to teach others. Wherever you get your podcasts from or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. Shalom Avracha. In this week's parasha, Parashas Lech Lecha, I want to share with you two different ideas that are really based on the same concept brought down by Chasim Soifer in different places that will answer several questions. We'll start with question number one. We all know what happened this week's parasha. There's going to be a big war between the four and the five kings and eventually Sdoim and all their people together with Lot, the nephew of Avram Avinu, is captured as they lose the war. Avram is notified about it and hence he comes only with a couple of his people and they miraculously, through a nace obviously, defeat these kings and bring all of the possessions of Stone back to the king of Stone and they also bring and take Lot that they saved. Melech Sdom says, thank you very much. I want you to be able to keep all our possessions. Just give me the people. Give me the people and the possessions you, you should keep for yourself. And Avram Avinu says, no way. I am not even going to take a shoelace from you because I know what's going to happen. Then you guys are going to say that Avram became rich through Sdoim. We made him rich. And really it's a Kaddish Buhu that's making me rich. And the question begs itself. I don't understand. The previous episode... Avram was, Avram's wife, because they thought it was his sister, Sarah, was taken perhaps for the wife of the king of Mitzrayim. And for that, he gave many presents to Avram. And also when he realized what, that he did wrong and he took Sarada, which he was married to Avram, he again gave presents to Avram. And Avram was willingly accepting these presents. Oh, what about the worry that they're going to say he's rich and it's not Kodesh Buchu that made him rich? How come he wasn't worried about that at that point? That's question number one. The other questions I want to share with you was brought down in Pisuchei Choysam, which is the Hagdama for in Yodeat for the Chasm Soifelish Shut, Shalot Vetshuvot. And he says the following. He goes, it's very interesting. Avram Avin wasn't the first person that was righteous and a big tzaddik in the history of the Jewish people or in history, Nekuda. There was Shem and Aver before him and Chanoich. And he goes to bring Psukim that prove that they were very righteous people. So why is it Dafka that only Avram Avinu deserved to be Avamon Goim and was the foundation and the infrastructure and the one that was promised to have many offsprings? Why? Why only Avram Avinu? He's not the first tzaddik around. Noyach was before him as well. What's unique about Avram Avinu that he was zoichit to this? And as well, what was so special about him relative to the other very highly spiritual figures that he deserved to be in the bracha of Avois that we say, as Rashi brought down, Magen Avram. We end the first bracha, not with Yaakov, not with anyone, but Avram, Magen Avram as well, in a similar vein. What is it about Avram that there's a pasuk in the Navi, in Yeshaya Mem Aleph Ches, that it clearly is being referred to Avram as someone that is very close and Hashem loves him. Oh Havi, why? Why is he the only one being referred like that? So the Chasim Suifer says that the answer to these questions, the core, the concept, the master key for all, for the answer for all these questions is brought down in Bereshis, Perik Yudches, Pasuk Yudtes. Over there, it clearly says that the reason Avram became Av Hamon Goim, the father of all the nations, you know, the Jewish people, 
is because he ensured that everyone around him, his kids, Bnei Beiso, everyone around him, knew about the Derech Hashem, the ways of Hashem. Rashi over there explains they had a Chibat Hashem, Derech, which means he loved Hashem. Why? Because Hashem, that's why he created us. He wanted us to know his ways, to connect him, to realize He's in the world and running the world to do the mitzvahs, to learn Torah, etc., etc. And that is what Avram was concentrating on. And he knew this on his own. He didn't have the Torah to look at it and say, wow, Hashem is, really wants us to be motivated to teach other people, to ensure they know about Hashem. He did it because he used his own mind that Hashem gave him to realize that that is what life is all about, to teach others. We see these this concept in many mitzvahs. We see it in the idea of rebuking someone and helping him go on the right path. We see it in Ve'amed Talmidim Arbeim, make sure you have a lot of students, do your ishtadlus to have a lot of students. It says that it's this importance, important idea is being hinted to with Aaron, he was Oev Shalom, Vroidev Shalom, as we mentioned last week, but the epitome was Umikarvan Latoira. Oev Shalom, Vroidev Shalom, Oev Sabriis, he loves everyone, but what's the goal? to be mekal them to the ways of the Torah, to megalekvot shamayim, to realize that Hashem is running the world, He's the Melech, and we want more people to be aware of that. How did He come to this realization? He looked at the previous generations as well, and He saw what happened. There was the Dora Mabul, everyone got wiped out. Ah, Noach was a big tzaddik, yeah. But the avoid that was needed to be done is to affect the people around Him. He realized that's what Hashem wants. And hence, yes, Avram could have been on a higher level spiritually, he could have worked on himself in his own four amos, in his own room, and learnt and elevated his level of spirituality, as did Chanoich, that the Chazal tell us that Chanoich reached such a high level that already the physical side of him couldn't take it, and that's why Hashem took him early. And he went up to Shammai and he became like an angel. Avram Avinu also could have reached that level. But Avram Avinu said, if I was selfish and I only care about myself, of course I would do such a thing. I would work on myself and I'd get to a high spiritual level. But I know that what Hashem wants is me to spread Yiddishkeit in the world. So I'm not going to do what's easy for me and what I personally want to do. I want to be mevatel my ratzoin. I'm canceling out my own will to do Hashem's will, which is to be marbe kvod shamayim in the world. And it's hinted in many psukim. You can look at that with Chasim Soifer. It's beautiful. All the hints in so many psukim to see this idea. And for this, Hashem rewarded him in many, many ways. Because Hashem loved him because he was Malbek Shamaim, like a regular king would do. If a king sees that someone brings him more followers, then he really appreciates it and he loves that person. And that's why Avam Avinu was well deserving of being referred to as Oyavoy of HaKadosh Bucho. That's why he was Zoichet to be Avamon Goim. It's not enough to be in a very high spiritual level. Of course, it does great and helps a generation, etc., etc. But it's a different level. We're talking about a different dimension, a different league when a person also cares and is trying to affect everyone else around him to also go in the ways of Hashem. That is what HaKadosh Buch really wants. That answers the question why Avram is referred to as Oyev Ohavoy of HaKadosh Buchu. That's why he deserved to be Avhamon going, as HaKadosh Buchu says it in the Apostle, that the reason he is deserving of being Avhamon going, and the reason Hashem is so close to him, Das, it says the word Das over there, which is a connection, Hashem is so connected to him, because he is the one that ensured that everyone is aware of the ways of HaKadosh Buchu. And we all know this Chazal tell us, he, he invited so many people, for but his main game was to 
making sure that they will make a bracha before they eat. They realize who this food is from. Don't thank me. Thank HaKadosh Bokhu. And he had all many, uh, so many creative ways of ensuring that he spreads the idea of Hashem Hu Melech in the world. Like it is so vital to do in today, day and age, especially in the days we are right now, in the midst of the days, a very difficult and sensitive days that we are holding in, that we know so many people are putting their lives at stake. They're giving up of themselves to fight for all of us and to protect a lot of Jewish people. And the best we can do is also to ensure everyone realizes that behind the scenes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, He's Melech HaOlam and everything's coming from Him. And we have to daven that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will Megale Malchut Shamayim and we realize it's coming from Him. Before I continue the Bar Torah, I just want to share with you something I heard yesterday. I heard Rav Guzman speaking and he said a very interesting thing. He said that a couple of years ago, there was a big get-together for the army in America and they spoke about all kinds of strategies and tactics for for tanks, how to, what to do in a war, and everything was based on World War II. So someone raised their hand over there and he said, why don't you teach us a bit more modern techniques like Israel used in the fight against Mitzrayim, Egypt, and Sinai. They, they did an amazing defeat over there. So he answered him, I can't teach miracles. I can't teach you. They didn't do anything that I can tell you a certain strategy. It was miracles. We have to realize that Be'etzem HaKadosh Buhu is behind the scenes. He's, he's helping us and we have Bitachon HaKadosh Buhu that Hashem will protect all of us, especially the soldiers, and Mahut Shamayim will be misgale, and hopefully no more lives will be taken away of the Jewish people we're able to continue living in Eretz Yisrael, Bikdush Avatar, and continuing doing the mitzvahs, which will bring Mashiach in Meov Yamin. Back to us, so we understand why Avraham Avinu was zeichet to all these amazing, amazing gifts from Hashem, to be Magen Avraham, to be called Avraham on Goim, to be the leader, and to be called Oi Havoi of HaKadosh Baruch. But we still have to answer our last question, which was, which was, I don't understand. Why did Avram Avinu not, why was he not willing to take all the possessions of Sodom? Before we answer that, we have to realize the depth of what we're saying here. It's not that Avram Avinu represented Chesed because he was amazing in acts of Chesed here and there like Achnasas Oichim. It was de- way deeper than that. And that's why Avram is referred to as Amud Chesed. We know when we say, Lokei Avraham, Lokei Yitzchak, Lokei Yaakov. Lokei Avraham is Chesed. Lokei Yitzchak is Gvura. And Lokei Yaakov is the balance between them, Tiferes. Why was Avram Zoiche to be called Amud Chesed? Because his whole nature became Chesed. And the epitome of that is seen not just by his acts here and there, by doing Achnas HaSorochim, but it's way deeper than that. He was willing to give up on what he really aspired to, which is get clo- getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and reaching a very high level of spirituality, like Shem Neiver and Chanuch got to. But he said, you know what? I realize I may lose out over there, but at the end of the day, I'm looking forward and I realize what HaKadosh Baruch Hu really wants is to Megalim Achut Shamayim in the world and hence I'm going to put myself down, i.e. not allow myself to continue growing so that I can give what I have to others. And that is how he dedicated his life. That is the ultimate chesed. There's no bigger chesed than that in the world. And perhaps that's what we should take upon ourselves during these days to do this ultimate chesed of spreading Yiddishkeit in the world and helping others and strengthening them, which reminds me of another story I just heard yesterday morning from the someone close to this Baal Maise. There was this, uh, one woman came to a store in Bnei Brak. This happened a couple weeks ago. 
a week before the horrible event that happened in El Tisuan. And she goes to a store in Vnebrak and she says, I desperately need a hundred, a hundred Kriyachimalamita. And the person said, a hundred? I can get you, well, not today, I can get you, I have to order a hundred? Why do you need a hundred? She says, please, I'm begging you, I need a hundred and I need it desperately today. She goes, what, do you have a bas mitzvah or something? She said, no. She goes, if it's so important to you, I can call all, all my friends over here, I'll get 20 from each store and I'll try to get it for you. But please share with me, well, why, why is it so important for you today? She said, my husband was murdered by Imach Shmam, the terrorist in El Ad, which was a couple of months ago. I think it was around Purim time by an, whatever, a horrible death. And he came to me in a dream last night and he said, don't even feel a bit of pain for me. I'm in a very, very good place. I died in Kiddush Hashem. I tried to kill the, the Arab. At the end of the day, I'm in a very good place now. Please don't feel bad for me. However, I can see that something big, a big pigot is about to come. And now and the best we can do to minimize the damage that will be done by this is to be marbe kvod shamayim in the world. Please try to be mekar of people. Take some people that are, that are not so connected to HaKadosh Buch and try to help them. Do something for them. And she said the first thing that came to my mind was kriyach malamita. So I said, I'm going to donate and give to some families I know that will appreciate it. And maybe by me giving them a Lamita and writing a nice note, they'll start saying Kriyach Malamita, which protects one. It's known to protect one from Azikim, etc., etc. And so she did this. You see again this idea of Chu Chesed, Chu Chesed, taking out of one's time, taking out of one's money, just so that, quote Shamayim Bil Musabe, someone that does that, he's represents true chesed. He continues Avram Avinu's way and he's showing Kadesh Buhu, I'm willing to put everything aside so that I'm Ma'be quote Shamayim in the world. And continuing with the last question we asked, so what is it? What is it? Why did Avram Avinu wasn't he willing to accept uh, all the possessions of Stoim? It could have helped him in his crew of program amazing. Just and he was willing to do it in Mitzrayim. What's the difference? And the answer is, and this my dear friend Rabbi Lewin wanted to I think it's a beautiful idea. Who did stone represent? They're exactly the opposite of what Chesed represents. They're the antithesis of what Avraham Avinu represented. They were anti-Chesed. In fact, in their legislation, in their rules, it said you are not allowed to do Chesed. And hence, what does that mean? That means that in the back of their mind, anything they were doing was only for themselves. So Avraham Avinu said, it must be that the only reason the king of Sodom wants to give me possessions is because he's thinking in the back of the mind, what am I going to get out of this? And he said, oh, I know. I'm going to be able to call him that Avraham Avinu became rich because of me. He said, I'm not willing to take that risk. That won't be a Kiddush Hashem. That will be a Chilul Hashem. A Kiddush Hashem is what I want to try to do. I want to show everyone, look how a Kiddush Buhu helped me beat this king that is against all odds. Look how a Kiddush Buhu made me rich. Instead, I'm going to do a Chilul Hashem. Oh, Sdom made me rich. People are going to make the mistake also that Sdom's money and all their possessions were were legit and were kosher money and kosher possessions. We know Fakent. It's not true. Everything they did was against the opposite of the rules of Torah, against Chesed. And Avraham Avinu's flag was Kiddush Hashem, to Marbek Vod Machut Shamayim in the world. And hence, that's where he drew the line. As opposed to Mitzrayim and the king of uh, Mitzrayim that gave him Matanos, okay, he's going to use that for Kiru. He didn't have a big risk over here that he's going to say, oh, we made Avraham rich. Because Mitzrayim didn't represent that. At that we know the Torah tells us, don't forget, even though you were a slave in Mitzrayim, but at the end of the day, and they were you did have, they did cheat you with a bit of hospitability and you have to have a kausatov to them. The Torah wouldn't say that if they represented what Stoim represented. Yiratzon, take this idea, 
especially during these times, like we mentioned earlier, we'll, we'll think of any way that we can be ma'abekvot shamayim, in a positive way, of course, by that, bringing Kiddush Hashem, which is the best mitzvah we can do, and continue in the Derech of Ram Avinu, who is called, Oy Havoy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Have a good Shabbos. In Yotze Hashem, we'll see Yeshuis Bekarov. Amen. This concludes another episode of the Prism of Torah. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. If you did, please subscribe to the podcast and give a five-star rating. You can also find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts or our own website, prismofterror.com, where we have a full archive of all our past episodes. We would like to thank Yona Veffa for the recording equipment and Ellie Podcast Productions for handling all our post-podcast productions. Join us next week for another enlightening conversation on the Prism of Terror.